Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Pat Gross and I'm here today on behalf of the Community Entrepreneur. And today I have great pleasure in introducing to you Penny Scott, the Bush Goddess. And Penny Scott is here today to talk about Eat Local Thursday. I came across Penny through the launch of Eat Local Thursday and I was very intrigued about um, why the Bush Goddess and I asked her that question and it turns out that Penny uh, did her studying at the University of Western Sydney at the Hawkesbury campus and it was her fellow students, her colleagues, who nicknamed her the Bush Goddess and Penny took this to heart. She could see the importance of everything to do with nature and she's followed this through with the philosophy throughout her life. So today, Penny is here to talk about Eat Local Thursday and what it means. So welcome, Penny. Good morning, Pat. And how are you on this gorgeous day? Oh, absolutely spiffing. And yourself? <laughs> Quivering with excitement <laughs> and vitality. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I'd like to start by asking you, what is so good about Eat Local Thursday? The thing that's making me happiest is that Growers are being paid directly for their efforts and cleverness by the eaters who want to be buying from them. So providing a connection between eaters and growers, or as I call them the traders, is making me extremely happy because in the past three weeks I estimate that around $25,000 has been diverted from supermarkets on a Thursday and put straight into the hands of our retail farmers who invest their time and wisdom and knowledge and passion into growing food with love and care and making this available for our local eaters in the Riverina. Can you give us a little bit of background about Eat Local Thursday and what led you to setting up this new venture? The vision behind Eat Local Thursday is so simple. Riverina people having access to Riverina food every week. Now, we're continuously reminded that here in the Riverina, we live in the food bowl of Australia. And you get glimpses of that if you know a few people who have good veggie gardens or who are doing home kill or have eggs or um, an orchard. However, on a commercial level, it's really difficult to actually source local food easily. Supermarkets do not do this because they do not want to have small-scale producers on their supply list because they're seasonal. Well, guess what? Food is seasonal. And also because it's just nuisance value. They prefer to deal with big growers. So that means unless the small-scale producers actually have commercial outlets for their food, then Monthly farmers markets are not often enough for them to maintain that full 100% time and effort into growing food. Underpinning all this, and I know this sounds long-winded, but underpinning all this is local food security. So there's a really strong link between prosperous farmers and we eaters having secure supplies of food through all conditions. And 
at the way the system, the retail food system operates at the moment, where supermarkets occupy 98% of the retail food market, that is so dependent on a number of external variables, all which are terribly vulnerable. And some of these variables are the price of diesel because everything is moved by trucks. We have climate variations. In Queensland, the drought is affecting how much wheat may be produced this year. Now, there's just a family crisis for that, the farming families crisis, but when we add up the total production of wheat, it's actually going to be very small. The beef production in Queensland, due to the drought, is going to be affected as well, or it already is affected. So we have diesel and climate challenges which are affecting our productivity. But if we can have these closer to home and we have economically viable and prosperous farmers who continue to grow food because they get economic reward for it, then we have a much stronger food security system in our backyards. So that is a long-winded way of wondering why I did all this. On the surface, it looks like a farmer's market, and yes, it is. We have the direct connection between eaters and growers. But underpinning this is that we actually need prosperity, and the more people we have participating in our food-growing systems, the more food-secure we are. Okay. Um, you set this up initially within Riverina, um, what's your vision for the growth of Eat Local Thursday? Well, Pat, I believe that every rural or regional town which has Coles, Woolworths or Aldi supermarkets in them is fair game for Eat Local Thursday because none of those businesses will have local food available for people to eat and buy and eat. So we need to create an alternative and that's the easiest way to bring about change if you create an alternative. So this is where it's relatively simple to set up this market, this Eat Local Thursday. You rent some space, you know your local networks, your food growers, your foodies and you bring them together and that's all it is and it's a fair bit that goes on behind it and of course, but that's the very simple way of doing it and it's working in Wagga. I'm astonished and delighted by how many people are responding to having Riverina food accessible to them every week. So my vision is that every town in Australia that has Coles, Woolworths and Aldi will eventually have an Eat Local Thursday. Um, putting numbers to it, I'd love to see 20 or 30 happening across Australia by the end of 2015. Okay. Um, is it just going to be about um, produce or do you have other avenues to that you could explore? The name Eat Local Thursday is primarily focused on food, However, food that goes through our mouths. However, our skin is a very important uh, organ, the biggest organ in our body and what we feed our skin is pretty critical too to our health and well-being. So primarily it will be around 
ingredients which are grown locally and then transformed into either food for mouths or food for skin. Wine is, in addition to that, um, handcrafted beers using local ingredients. There are a whole range of beverages which fit into this category as well. Um, there's a social aspect to this as well, and I'm exploring that. At the moment, we have in Eat Local Thursday in Wagga, we have the raw ingredients available so shoppers can pick up their children after school and come and eat local Thursday, buy their dinner ingredients, and the same for people leaving work. So that's the gap it's filling at this stage. It's an alternative to shop buying your dinner ingredients at a supermarket. Stage two will be having ready-to-eat meals there or eating on the spot or something to take home. And I've deliberately left this for a few weeks so that the people who want to do the value-adding to and make these ready-made foods must buy at least 70% of their ingredients from our traders. So... They're getting the benefits of this, what I call a closed-loop supply system. It would be pointless if the um, ready-to-eat food makers went to a supermarket and bought the ingredients and then came to sell them at Eat Local Thursday. That's defeating the purpose. So it's about strengthening the financial viability of our farmers, doing their value-adding and keeping them economically viable. Then we have food security. So I'm primarily keeping it around food and the notion of food. Um, sometimes I think, or gardening is really important, food plants, sorry, self-sufficiency in all ways, shapes and forms. So food plants, trees, nut trees, fruit trees, veggie seedlings, strawberries, rhubarb, you name it, whatever we can do to increase self-sufficiency at home is really important. That too is part of the food security situation. Then we will be doing demonstrations of preserves. This is another old-fashioned way of learning how to keep the bounty from your seasonal harvest. And there are many ways to do this, smoking, uh, vicola, freezing, drying, adding vinegar, salt, and oil, all the old ways of preserving where we're going to do demonstrations. So there's a, well, how big is a piece of string, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what are the top three things someone should know in order to become part of Eat Local Thursday? As a trader or a coordinator? As a trader. As a partner. I'm encouraging farmers to become retailers and this means applying some retail savvy to what they're doing at home and frequently it is the woman within a farming family who has the imagination and the willingness to try something different. So think about a shop and what does a shop have? They always have something to sell. They're open at hours, convenient to attracting customers. Shops, retail business always has customers. And how many customers do you have? 
Now, the more customers you have, the more likely you are to increase your turnover. So there are some rather simple principles of retailing which can be applied to farming and transforming raw materials or raw commodities into food ready for people to buy. So that's one of the first things. You need to have an attitude and excitement and willingness to become an entrepreneur. Think about becoming a retailer, not just a commodity producer. That's the first one. Then the second stage is to attend a workshop and one that I hold is called PT to PM, price taker to price maker. Well, who wants to buy my food? How should I present it? When should I present it? What form should it be in? What's the best size? Do I need a brand? What's my online presence? Do I need to be on the web? These are all very critical questions which we handle and situations which we discuss and brainstorm during this two-day workshop. And it's absolutely empowering to see how lights and ideas bloom and blossom when you've got 20 people in the company of each other who are all on the same way. They say, we can do this. We can do this. And this process means that a reliable and regular cash flow becomes part of the farming family's business and enterprise. And that makes an enormous difference to business viability. The third thing is understanding and finding the niche markets. It's about being special. It's about being different. Eaters are wanting to know where and how their food has been grown and by whom. And let me tell you, they are willing to pay. At the moment, through our retail food systems in supermarkets, in the history of mankind, food has never been so cheap. And it means that the majority of farmers who are growing these commodities and then somebody else transforms them, are not being paid fair and respectful prices. When you become a retail farmer, this is the space you can move into. You can demand and ask and receive fair and respectful prices for the efforts that you put in to creating products which people want to buy. We actually have more demand than supply for clean, green food in Australia, which is accessible to eaters straight from the growers. So those three aspects are vital for farmers who want to become part of the retail food section. So for coordinators, you need to have an entrepreneurial attitude, the can-do genes, the excitement about connecting ideas and people and things. And there are certain sorts of people who do have entrepreneurial genes. I love to see people who have event management experience. And in this world, we need to have people who are really savvy with social media because this is the primary avenue, and funnily enough, along with newspapers, the physical ones, these are the primary avenues about sending information and it being 
received and absorbed and shared. So social media skills, writing skills, but that's not absolutely critical. Um, financial management is. However, with the Eat Local Thursday system, that is something that I provide for all the coordinators, a centralised accounting and financial management system. And so you don't have to be as crash hot in that area because we have all that support here. A sense of excitement, a sense of possibility, a a sense of theatre and performance. These are all characteristics which make Eat Local Thursday stand out from any other farmer's market. And a sincere desire to see farmers become more prosperous. So there's some of the characteristics and attitudes that I look for in people who want to become of the eat part of the Eat Local Thursday movement. Can you see any barriers and what advice would you give people to overcome these barriers? It's always worth developing a mutually beneficial relationship with local government, your councils because there can be some curly things popped in your path at the last minute. So that can be a potential barrier, but I've found that they're overcomable. Do you know the biggest barrier to most things is the attitudes and beliefs people have between their own ears? And these are all changeable as well. So I look for willingness and capacity. And the the willingness is the thing to see something and believe in it and believe in your own abilities. Confidence is critical to everything. Uh, It's a funny thing, confidence. You can't touch it, you can't smell it, you can't taste it, you can't see it. But our entire world operates on confidence. And this is about Eat Local Thursday is a confidence-building movement as well. So... I look, I don't believe there are any barriers that um, are going to prevent us. They may slow us down, but they're not going to stop. Something that it, an idea whose time has come is unstoppable, said Margaret Mead. And I firmly believe Eat Local Thursday is one of those movements which is gathering pace and momentum. And it's only a matter of time until it spreads across Australia. Okay, so what's the best way to get started, Penny? If you already have a sense of your local food systems and networks, if you've got some activity or relationship with an existing farmer's market, if you're already purchasing from your independent locally owned food retailers, if you frequent health shops and quirky areas which are outside mainstream, I suspect you already have the necessary sense of curiosity, inquiry and persistence to start a conversation with me. And the selection process for coordinators is a bit rigorous because it's essential we get the right people in the right places. So to start, let's have a yarn. If you've got some ideas about how you can make this happen in your world, let's hear them. I'm ready, willing and able to support anybody who wants to carry it out. It is, I want every coordinator to be prosperous. 
I want them to be financially successful. And that's really important because you'll keep doing it. And prosperity is a wonderful word which we need to promote. The whole concept of it is a very important belief system. So, yes, please give me a call. Let's have a yarn and share some ideas and thoughts. So that's the best place to start if you, if anyone is interested in becoming a coordinator for Eat Local Thursday. So how can people contact you, Penny? The website, eatlocalthursday.org, is up and running. My mobile telephone number is 0427-44-1107 and my email address is founder, F-O-U-N-D-E-R, at eatlocalthursday.org. And I would love to have a yarn to people who have the passion and the vision to do the same thing in their area. Okay, Penny, so what we suggest here is that if people are interested and they contact you, um, one of the first things that you will do is, you, uh, from what I understand you're saying, is that you'll put people through a, a process to make sure that it's a good fit, that we're working with the same philosophy, same understanding, same passions, and that the next step then will be to host a workshop and you're going to be holding those workshops where the people are. Is that correct? Absolutely, Pat. Uh, look, there I can see opportunities for Eat Local Thursdays in, in hundreds of country towns across Australia. However, it's not for me to say, right, this one's going to do it, this one. The right people will emerge when they're ready and when the time is ready. I firmly believe that. And so when we have three or four people who are expressing interest in being a coordinator, we'll all get together and in one spot that's convenient to everybody and have a day-long, possibly even a two-day-long session where we learn to understand each other, we know where each other's coming from, we look at our strengths and the opportunities for those particular locations. So rather than putting a date on it, unless you think that's a good idea, um, we Once we have people expressing their interest, then we can facilitate this to occur. That sounds like a good plan. So if you are interested, hop over to the East Local Thursday website or contact Penny directly. And uh, we look forward to, um, well, certainly working with you in the future. Yes, Penny? Thank you so much, Pat, and a big welcome and encouragement for people out there who want to make a difference in their areas so for food security for all Australians requires prosperous farmers not cheap imports thank you thank you Pat